rugby, rugby, fly now, scrum, smalls, 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 sporting woods, sporting woods, do you make me out to be an idiot? <laughs> TMO, take it to the square, rugby, rugby, fly now, scrum, Smalls, 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 smalls. Words and then make like a bye. <laughs> Look at us. Here it is. Well, imagine I just cut out everything I just said. Here we are then. Here we are. Vilkins is not talking, and we <laughs> it's are. Complete blank slate. Is is Alex and Luke, and hey, we're here. We're we're back. We're back, baby. Oh, it's been a while. Hmm. But here we are again. We're here to talk about the Rugby World Cup. Yeah. And God, we've been loving it. We're going into the knockout stages. So far, we've had some serious surprises. The pool stages have thrown up all kinds of different results and contests that we weren't expecting. So we're here today to talk about it all. Yeah, excellent. It's, uh, it's been exciting. You know, I mean, what we should, it's that wonderful time enough that we're here doing this today. It's rare. Yeah. It's rarer it's than exciting. a rugby Every world cup. You sit there going, I actually don't know what's going to happen, yeah, but this has been the Ooh. one. And this is what rugby has been pushing for, for a long time. Well, we so I, I mean, obviously let's talk about the number one thing we all want to talk about from the pool stages. Well, I guess you know, the most, uh, the biggest part of the, of the knockout stages. Yeah. That's, that's Japan's win over South Africa. Now I'm going to tell everyone, I'm going to give someone a little insight the last time we were speaking or the last time when we left, we planned on giving you a bit of a preview to the Rugby World Cup, which we which we did. We really did. We did a recording I of promise. it, which ironically, and I'm mentioning it after the fact that of uh, Japan beating South Africa, I actually tipped South Africa to win the World Cup <laughs> and the next night Japan beat South Africa. So there's, there's truth, there's honesty there that, uh, yeah, we did actually do it and I tipped the guys who got the biggest upset to win the World you Cup. really did. So we did do a preview. The computer froze. Hey, we got to learn our Stuff lessons. Stuff happens. Unfortunately, we've, we lost we've learned, one. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it was good. I guess you just have to take our word for it that it was better than this. Huh? So then you're like, oh. Actually, what we can give you is what our tips were. We did that. Uh, we ran oh, through yeah. uh, what we thought our, um, our final was going to be. You know what I'll, what I'll do? I've got the. I wrote out the notes on my pad. Get out of that uh, that night, so I have all the notes of that night, and I could post cool. that on the Facebook. Yeah, that's what like, we'll do. I don't give. I don't care if people are reading it through. You'll like prove that we did talk about it. Yeah, and you'll and see. Everything. And you'll see how strange Luke's notes are sometimes. Oh. They're really hard to follow. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Unbelievably <laughs> difficult to follow. <laughs> so yeah, that'll be fun. They're cryptic. But, uh, <laughs> I look at it myself and I go. Nah, yeah, I don't, don't know what you meant. What I was trying to do there—that makes no sense. But what we did Excellent. was we predicted what we thought the final would be. Mm. I said <laughs> South Africa versus England, so obviously <laughs> England <laughs> aren't going to be there, which I'm super stoked about. Anyway, so I don't mind that I'm wrong because yeah. the fact that England are the first host nation to ever not make the knockout stages is just. It's oh, so satisfying. It's terrific. It's, so that just as an Australia, I mean, because I was prepared for Australia to not make it. That was, but I mean, honestly, honestly, it was. It was like I've said this, I think, before to Mike, but um, it exercised a demon almost. Like I, you know, I felt demon. Uh, you know, like like it was just like something like, <laughs> you know, like it was gone. What is it called when you do that? Like um, 
a weight off the shoulders after the Johnny Wilkinson kick. It was yeah, my retribution, and I'm so was, sorry that yeah. that happened to have you know that had to happen to you, England. It really, you know, I'm not. But it, but it got it like it. Oh, Why just, are we sorry about that? It's terrific. No, One, it someone had to go. The same way that they knocked over that drop goal against us. They yeah, but I didn't. Against I didn't. Team, yeah, but, but you don't. Us, you so don't sit game, there and go, oh, boo. You no, know, like I, I didn't. I didn't sit there and feel sorry for us. No, I don't. It just hurt. It hurt to watch that. Australia happen. in 2003. It was. I mean. The fact that we beat New Zealand was incredible. They oh, knew it themselves. It. Yeah. The George Gregan four more years was everything you need to know about the fact that Australia were a little shocked themselves that they won yeah, that night. Course. So that was sick in itself. I mean, in my opinion, England were the best team in 2003. They deserved it. But to see them, the to see them go, oh, home, it was great. Yeah, this was just it hurt. Way of oh, it okay. was. You take the ashes. Sure. You get them. Enjoy. Oh, yeah. But we'll take what we can. It's it's. I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's apples and oranges. Little, you can't yeah. compare it, but it is it is just about. I the Sorry, reason why I find it satisfying is because I didn't like on the opening night when it was England versus Fiji and the Fijians are doing their and I forgive me, I don't know the name of it, but they're Haka yeah, yeah. and the English crowd are sitting there. It's like, come on, dudes, you're gonna get a chance to sing yeah. "Swing Low, Sweet Chariot." And just don't do it over their their Haka, dude. Like, let them do it. Yeah. It was so, I think, and that's, a lot of people as well have mentioned that as well. And it was, it was just arrogance. It was, and you saw it as well when, um, when Australia were versing Fiji and they didn't get the bonus point and you heard swing low, sweet chariot toward the end. That was arrogance from the English fans being like, ha ha, you didn't get the bonus point. No, we, we did. did. Yeah. And so that's why it's, it's unbelievably satisfying that they're the first ever. And I'll say it again, the first ever host nation to not make the knockout stage. And it's just bloody terrific. <laughs> so I um yeah that's true man that's absolutely true Vilkins just asked me is that true yeah absolutely that's true and that's why they're shattered they're embarrassed they're ashamed and then good on them I'm glad they are so I mean Australia let's go to Australia geez haven't they bloody so I also said and I'll, I'll take this I, I was writing Australia off completely in that first podcast I was mm-hmm. saying that when it came down to it uh, our set piece would crumble and the pressure and and that England and Wales would – I was I thought Australia wouldn't were in real danger of not making the knockouts, yeah. and they've done the complete opposite. They have – I think it's Ledesma, the old Argentinian hooker. He's yeah, he's yeah. coaching the the forwards and the and the scrummaging, and their scrum is so so much better. Oh. And their maul, like their maul, is now an attacking weapon. Australia has very seldomly had a an attacking mall to go to, and they have. They and have. It's, it's, it's finally good to see that, that happening. I think they've proven that um, you know, Pocock is, is to me, the, the best player in the world at the moment, un, undeniably, as really? he's proved. Oh, no doubt, man. I mean, yeah. the guy was probably the best open side. We've gone, hell, we've got a pretty good open side in Hooper. Do you think Pocock could play eight? And, and I go, oh, is he big enough? Can he can he be the, the big-time ball carrier that you need from a number eight? And he's done it, man. And he's absolutely done it. He's yeah. been terrific. And in defense, I mean, they are, they're, they're, they're hard to beat. You know, I, I don't care what team we're versing. When you, with Pocock and Hooper in the lineup, you, you, you're struggling to go past six phases if you're the opposing team because they're, they're all over you. Hmm. That's Australia. And we've always had good backs, like I said in the first podcast, too. Australia, the backs have never been a concern. It's, it's, I, I think Foley's proven a lot too. I thought he was struggling with yeah, his, his you depth. You didn't give him much of a rep. No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, gave, I gave him I, a little bit of a rep. I didn't though because – and, and I, I still have my reasons. I don't think when you think about world rugby as a 10, his boot isn't anything no, to I write think, home about, but he's proven that he's, that he's capable. My favourite bit about Foley is he's, he's a more of a runner of the ball. 
where he holds the ball. Absolutely. Up. I kind of like that. I do too. In, in a game in the, in a, in the modern oh, He's a sevens player. He's got yeah, a sevens background. Sevens, he wants to throw the ball. He wants to run the extra mile to get there. And I kind of like that because I'm so used That's, to But seeing, that was my you know, point in the first one too. He does out. do that too, but he needs to then throw judge. The no, no, no. He's got to judge how his depth, how deep to play or how flat. Now, in the rugby championship, he was playing too deep. And we were getting caught behind the advantage line, like 15 metres behind the advantage line. It's hard to keep, it's hard to retain the ball. Yeah, it's annoying. Please don't. But he's in this World Cup so far, he's played flatter at the times we've needed. He's played deep when we need it. But to me, that the (laughs) the one liability Australia have is Nick Phipps. Man, that guy is, is scary. Like to have in in the team, he's scary. Because, you saw it even when he came on against England. We were we were dominating them. He was the he almost single handedly gave them a chance, gave them a sniff, mm. and you're just sitting there going, "Oh God, why is Nick White not there? Like, how is Nick Phipps there ahead of Nick White? It's it boggles the brain." But either way, I'm I've been impressed with Australia. I think their forward pack is where they needed to lift. They've proven that the tight five has been terrific. Douglas, Buddy Simmons, mm. and and you know the props have been great. Kepu and and uh, Co. Yeah. They've been terrific well, and the I bench play has been great. It just really faced good. up. It's been using utilising people like Drew Mitchell and Matt Guido and having Izzy Palau with an actual bit of ball to run with. With those combinations, you know, because even when you're not playing Guido, you can play Mitchell and in different games and they're just as good and it's good that they're back in the Australian team. It brings mm. all this experience. You know, like all Guido adds the... Like, you know, the yes, clear head. So, he is. And it's crazy to think that Matt Guido is the clear head. It was like all those years where he was just like the crazy center. Yeah. Like, yeah, all right, man. But he, no, he is. So he is. Uh, him, I, I, he's I been he's, he's really, he's been impressive since he's come back. I, I, I look, I'll be honest. I was one of his doubters. I mean, I, I kind of didn't like the idea that, oh, you know, the grass is always greener. Like, yeah. oh, he's won titles in England. Oh, he's terrific. And it's like, yeah, but I don't think England's um, competition is the quality of Super 15. You know the and and to be fair, the last time he played for Australia was that game against Samoa where we got beaten. So it's not like he was you know oh we need Matt Guido, but he has proven since he's come back that we we kind of did. Well, it's, we needed a clear head because we've 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 lived in a world where our playmakers are Quade Cooper, who I believe is a special talent, but he he lacks composure, and that's what you need in World Cup rugby. But I um. Yeah, I just I'm ending it with Australia. I just think they've been pretty great, and I think I'm excited. They genuinely, I said in the first podcast that if Australia won this World Cup, it would be the equivalent. <laughs> this was pretty dramatic, oh but God, the equivalent of the America's Cup win. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, I did. Now it's. I don't think it's as far fetched. I think they do have a pretty decent chance to win this cup. I think if they especially can get the win over Wales um, this weekend, then. They've they've well they've dodged the side of the draw with New Zealand South Africa, South Africa, which gives them a really good chance. We go up against Scotland if we beat. Wales, well, hang on, hang Scotland. on. The game still hangs. Samoa versus Scotland. Samoa, and I said in the first podcast too that Samoa was a team to watch. You did say that. And was Scotland bullshit, man. Too. I'm going to talk about this later, but to me, the Pacific Nations teams have been the biggest disappointment. Oh, what? Really? Absolutely, man. They've always been the teams that have always been like, oh, God, and, like, Fiji could beat anyone. Blah, blah, blah. In, this, in this, it hasn't. It hasn't, man. And I'll get to that. But um, back to what I was going to say, if Samoa beats Scotland this weekend, uh, Japan no. qualify for the quarterfinals. That's why. But... Samoa have also had uh, Alasana Tuolangi banned, which is bullshit, but it's annoying. It's rugby sometimes. They just 
it's, they, yeah, it's well, I'm not even going to get into that. Hooper's Hooper only got one week, and he probably could have got more. Mm. He was a little reckless, but I still think it's like it's hardly. Yeah, it 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 was probably not as much arms and whatever, but it's like, you'd hardly be like in in five years ago even you wouldn't have been like you wouldn't be shocked if that was a penalty. Yeah, let alone like a sighting, like, but man. but. Tuolungi's man is the five weeks is bullshit. They anyway, got five weeks for that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the 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 point that I'm trying to say is, if Samoa, who haven't turned up in any of these games so far, in my opinion, as as well as they can, I mean, they put on a real show against New Zealand. At, um, sure, it was an exhibition game or whatever, but it was still a good game. And they just haven't really turned up so far this World Cup, I think. So if they can try and muster up some sort of, you know, like oh, we guys, we need to perform now. This is the one. This is the game against Scotland, who. From all accounts, were pretty disappointing against South Africa. I thought they had they looked better in the in the first few games. Scotland have always kind of been a uh, kind of lucky to be their last one in kind of thing. But I thought they looked good to start. But then against South Africa, they just they got over they got overpowered. They tried to beat South Africa in their own game and just got absolutely pumped. Um, so I I think Samoa do have a chance if they turn up against Scotland, which would mean if Samoa beat Scotland, that Japan, for the first time ever, would qualify for the quarterfinals. But if, if I'm correct, bonus points there, yeah, if, you know, it, it, it could do. be different, then it goes on points. But there's a real happen. chance that it's, yeah, it's going to need Samoa to beat Scotland, though. Which, so everyone tune into that game because it's going to be sick. Uh, the World Cup's been so good. Um, but, yeah, all right, I, I do want to talk about the Pacific Nations things because when you talk about it, and this is something I wrote down before, this is for the first time ever, right? So in the pools, um, the first two qualify for the knockout, sure. But yep. the first three, the, the, guy, the team that qualifies third, automatically qualify for the next World Cup. Oh, that's The good. other two have to go through the qualifying tournaments the same way in the soccer. You know, Australia's having those Just games, got beaten by Jordan or whatever. Like yeah. Jordan. So that kind of stuff is what happens in rugby too, but it's usually against, you know, uh, yeah, you, you fucking Namibias and whatever. Namibia. But the, that, like a Namibia and a team of, I'll get to that later too. But the point that I want to make here is for this, this is crazy. All of the Pacific Nations teams, that's Fiji, Samoa, and Tonga, have all finished fourth in their pools, which means they will have to go through the qualifying rounds. The qualifying tournaments and stuff, which is, to, in my opinion, is great. It's it's not so great for them, but it might be a good wake up call. But it's great for world rugby, man. Yeah, you know, teams like fucking Zimbabwe and Uruguay and all these are going to get a chance to verse these like famed, you know, the, the mythic Fijians yeah. that play. You know, it's going to be great for world rugby, and it's all because teams like Georgia and fucking Japan and Turn up, yeah. have like Georgia have won two games. They've yeah. finished third. They beat Tonga. That's fantastic. It is. And it's ah, all because their their forward pack is so well disciplined and so well drilled. And like I said in that first podcast, and I did actually say this too, that I was expecting that the, the Minnow teams were going to do a bit better because as long as they match them physically, they got a chance. And I, I even said as well, and I still agree with this too, that where they're lacking at the moment is the inside backs. And that'll happen over the next, whether it's next World Cup or the World Cup after, but that's where the Minnow Nations, the Tier 2 teams, need to, to rise up. When they get into the opposition 22, they're attacking 22, they just don't have that much. That's why Japan have stepped up because they have. They've got a good, they've got a good fucking back line, man. Everything, their whole team, their forwards and backs coordinated together just works so well. They, that day against South Africa, they would have 
they would have beaten a lot of teams that day. Well, it wasn't like they fluked that. Rugby isn't a game where you really fluke wins. Well, that's a testament to you know, Eddie Jones. And, I agree. I and, think know, it like is the too. Coaching staff. I do. And, and someone with a goddamn vision to go. He's like, cemented. You know him. what we can do here? Do you realize what we might be right. able to achieve? He cemented himself in history of rugby really with has. with this tournament more so than anything he did with Australia or South Africa. I honestly believe like you take that. take Australia to the World Cup you know, and, and get them to progress. To the final, Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's good. That's your job. Your job but is this to is that. something this that is something if Samoa yeah. beats Scotland on the weekend and Japan make the quarterfinals, it is huge. Yeah, that's massive. It is. And I just, I really hope it happens because it's something that rugby does need that. It's got that shot of adrenaline now. This World Cup has been that shot that people are like, shit, man, rugby is pretty exciting. Like, it's... <laughs> it, it, yeah. It it really is a game for all shapes and sizes. Mm. That's what I love to see, man. Like it's like a Tanaka, the, the halfback for Japan. He's five foot five and sixty three kilos. He's a little one, and he's versing men who are t- over two meters tall. Yeah, right. Versing men that are one hundred and forty kilos. You know, you don't have that in other sports. You have to be a oh. certain, not in all of them. Like in, 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 I would say, basketball. You're probably as close as you're going to get from like a yeah, true. Nate Basketball, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, like, say in other like AFL. You need guys who can run like 20Ks a game. So you need to be like fit and you need to have be a certain body Those type. Dudes just, oh, they are. And that's good me, on them. But I like the idea. The it's, guys, it's, but I think they're the most, it's the most for people sport, for, for sure. people who, Sorry. you know, you can be any, any shape or size. You can be anyone. And if you're committed enough, if you're willing enough, you can play rugby. And that's what we've seen. Like the, the teams like Namibia and Georgia and Uruguay, and they've all turned up every game, even though, you know, some of them have ended up being. Blowers. You know, bought, well, Sorry, but USA. even then they haven't been that. USA's was the worst. That the was the USA, that was the biggest blowout I've seen. But I mean, yeah. Did they not hate the shit out of that game? That was. was but I mean, we're gonna kill but you, dude, when USA. you think about it, in the ninety in the ninety five World Cup, Japan got beaten one hundred and forty five to seventeen. Oh yeah, I remember that. Do you? I was four, so I don't remember it. But. I remember. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> no, you know how you watch on Fox Tell like the oh, old yeah, games. Oh yeah, like, yeah. yeah. They, they one hundred and forty five to seventeen. One hundred and forty five to seventeen. Trying to trick me. One hundred and forty five to seventeen. That's that's so many tries, dude. Mm. In eighty minutes, and then twenty years later, they've beaten South Africa. Like that's. That's pretty impressive. That shows progression in the game. It shows that, yeah, in, in two, three World Cups, who's to say that a, a Namibia or a Georgia won't make the quarters? Who's to say that? Up. Exactly. And you're just like, shit, dude, there's, there's actual rugby nations out there. Yeah, that's cool. It is cool. I reckon it's awesome. Anyway, we're getting off topic. I, I thought it was kind of cool that the – not cool, but interesting that the Pacific Nation teams are going to have to qualify for the next World Cup. It is interesting. That's interesting. And uh, it'll be looking, uh, look forward to see how that pans out. Loves it. Oh, well, right. well, what else you got, bud? What Let's else have I got? Mm. I was thinking, and this is just because there's been some awesome, awesome, awesome players in this World Cup that mm. normally probably, I mean, they're not going to make the quarters, so they wouldn't get too much of a look in. So I've done a you know starting 15 for the Rugby World Cup so far, best of kind of thing. Uh, your plays of the week. Or players of the of Player, the tournament, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I don't know how you want to word it, but yeah, sure. I'm st- I'm <laughs> still missing. We love ourselves. I'm still missing a second row, two centers, and and the whole front row. My best it. fullback of the tournament has been <laughs> Goromaru for Japan. <gasps> that blind guy that plays guitar. No, no, no. I think that's his last name. Forgive me. I'm pretty sure it's Goromaru, the kicker. That's a joke. He's he's scored tries, but you know, you really could. You could just say Japan. Japan have just been awesome. But 
I feel like you give it to it's him. It's not just it's not just his kicking. It's not just that. But if you watch him as well in in open play, he's so committed. A one one of the big points about why Japan is so good is their body height and contact yeah. in, at the rucks. Yeah. They they easily go over fifteen phases. That that play against Samoa, Japan game against Samoa. I know I'm going on about Japan, but they are sick. Japan. The 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 Japan against Samoa, that second try, man, that's 15 phases to lead to a try from the winger who puts a 360 spin move on one of the most damaging wingers in the game. Like that's that's all black stuff. Like like mm. for to put together 15 phases of, you know, Consistent, fluent, fluent, you know, yeah, yeah like play with quick ball, with, you know, well-directed, good yeah, angles, everything, Japan, and then to finish in the corner with that, that's, that's a perfect rugby try yeah. against, you know, no... No easy beats in Samoa. So um, they're, they're proving that they're, they didn't fluke that win against South Africa. And oh, that's, that's so exciting as a rugby fan. Yeah, the last thing I'm going to say about, uh, about Japan is, and then I will shut up about them, but the reason why it was so good, as a rugby fan, I have watched and, and watched World Cup, you've watched so many games, and I know any like rugby fan out there would agree, I've watched so many games with the underdog is... So close, so close. Even if they get to like the last ten minutes, and then it just goes, and the the All Blacks or the Springboks or the Wallabies or go, yeah, go over the top of them, yeah, yeah. They just run over the top of them, and it was it was that game, Japan against South Africa, and that's why it's it's monumental. It's not just a good thing for Japan; it's a good thing for rugby and maybe sport, because now the underdog genuinely goes, shit. If we just believe. For the whole time, anything can genuinely happen. Yeah. Anything can fucking happen. And which I think is the cool bit about Eddie Jones because you need someone to point them in the right direction. You they, can't just be like, they we've had got belief. the belief. Right. Yeah, they have got belief, but then they've got belief in the coach and the mm. coaching, coaching staff. I think that's just the, the coolest oh, He deserves thing. so much credit. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah that's my point because so it's I, like, damn, this guy just, look what he's done. For fans though, like that's... Wayne Bennett. Wayne Bennett, you're just like, you can't deny yeah. that he can take that team last year yeah. and turn that it's into this him. year's team. Mm. One dude turns up and that happens. That's ridiculous. Well, my, that's something that my they'll, old like, man. they'll talk about, like you know, like the Brad Pitt movie about baseball. Like that's crazy. Yeah, they yeah, should yeah. do. You should do a bloody Moneyball. movie about yeah, Moneyball about Wayne Bennett because I bet there's a story <laughs> there. Well, my old man always said when it comes to he didn't coach professionally, it's but he coached. Idiot. He coached like first grade club level, and he always said when you get to coaching men and you know people of that level, it's not really about teaching them the skills. It's about earning their trust. And that's, I think, what Eddie Jones has obviously proven, that yeah, those players all trust him. They are all committed to whatever he's pushing. And you can see that in the way that they're playing. Because they're playing his game. And, and back to, I want to wrap up my chest. point that is that this is, this is the, the moment that every rugby fan has been waiting for, the moment where the underdog finally does it. You know, we got a taste of it when Fiji beat Wales in 2007. Mm-hmm. But really, you know, in a World Cup, this was, this was the, 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 I mean, Japan beat South Africa. That's f- insane. You know, it is. it is. So that's the last thing is that we're going to, so Japan, Goromoru is my 15. I want to go talk about another team now, and this is going to well, be through this player. So to begin with, first you of go. all, I, I think it's a big overlook. I'd probably go, it's my number one. I'd have Izzy. I can't go past Mr. Matt, I felt he, he, I felt he got, um, I think he's played fantastic. He, yeah, he's good. I mean, he's, he can't, he's always good. And that's, I think but that's you, like, but, I couldn't go past him. Like oh, if I had to choose my man. number one, I think it would be hard for me not to pick Israel. I guess maybe I'm picking number. mine on, on. I know you're on like um, form almost. Well, so like, yeah, and it's more like, the most I, I guess more, a little bit of expectations do creep into my judgments. I mean, mm. in my opinion, 
Israel Folau against England, he had one really good run, but I, for the first time, saw him uncomfortable under the high ball in any code. Oh, dude, he dropped it like two times under the high ball. Mm. And, I mean, he... I mean, he got hit. He got hit pretty hard a couple of times too. I think that was a big for Israel Folau. I mean, there's yeah, there's playing Bladislaus, there's playing that, but then there's playing England at Twickenham in a Rugby World Cup when they're on the line. You know that that was one of the biggest events I'm sure he's been a part of. You know, you play Origin deciders, sure that's big, yeah, but, but this was this was on the world stage. This yeah. was this was fucking big time and. That's Not so that he didn't. He, I thought he did well. I'd say, you know, if I was going to rate him out of 10, I would have given him a solid seven. But I don't really? think, yeah, I don't think he was exceptional. I don't think he was the reason why we did well. Okay. I think Bernard Foley, um, oh, I think I, Foley what Israel Folau always gives marvelous. everyone in the team, though, marvelous. is that everyone has confidence in Israel Folau. So just the fact that he's out there gives everyone else out there confidence. So he's always a big factor. Well, I, I don't want to say that I'm, I don't yeah, want to no, sound no. like I'm talking him down. I know, he's you know, good I know you're not because I would – and I think what he does is like a lot of uh, the, that great Queensland team oh, – that hurts. Uh, they had a back line that had so many weapons in it that it made that like you're thinking about all the weapons and as soon as you're thinking about all the weapons, one goes boop through yeah. and that happened a lot and I think oh, he, that's dude. what he brings to that team. Yeah. Everyone's going, oh shit, that's Israel Flower. I've got to think about oh, him. Oh, the Aussie back doing line it. is You've got Gitto, you've got Trimitri, you've got Ashley, you've got all the guys that are out there and you're like, oh man, these guys, I don't know if, all go and then it suddenly just drags. It's interesting to think of, I don't know if Drew Mitchell would make it. No, I think he would be off the bench for Gitto. I think he, Gitto? No, he wouldn't go on a bit of Gitto. He'd he'd be Yeah, maybe he's in the maybe he's in the squad, but our best it all depends on whether Rob Horn's right, because he did his shoulder against England. But then Beale yeah, came on. And Beale was great. Beale was great. That um that second try was something special. That was a terrific try. It wasn't just it wasn't just the inside ball. It was the lead up to it. That it was obviously a set move that they'd go uh, off the line out, two phases left. All of the support players would would follow left, go the exhaust, and then Foley would choose which way he went. Yeah. And he went he went to come back with uh, right, and he took Beal with him, and they gave that little inside ball. It was fucking beautiful, man. That's why I watch rugby. That's yeah. why, why I got up uh, with a hangover and watched it at 4.45 oh, in the fucking morning. Fucking off, fucking off. We're getting away Ooh. from this, though. So you say, all right, you say, is he Bruce fair enough? Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. All right, but I want to talk about this because, man, one of the – Teams of the tournament and they didn't get a win, but man, God, they play some entertaining rugby. Canada, dude, Canada. holy shit, they oh, play some and they play some entertaining footy. They really are. You know what I was talking about before about the tier two teams, the minnow teams, not having the the um, the playmakers to attack in the opposition twenty two. Mm. They're they're the opposite. They need a more solid forward pack. But I honestly think if you put the Canadian back line with the Georgian forward pack, you got a team that might make the quarters. Because they've got that um, – now, forgive my fucking remembering of their names, but the 5'8", the <laughs> he was a little – he's a Japanese guy, Hiroshima or something, is yeah. the 5'8 for Japan. He is terrific, mate. He really is. And their outside backs are so committed and physical and they go looking for the ball, right. which is why my winger my, – my right winger yeah. – I think his name was James Hansel, but I know it's Hansel. And he was a Canadian. Man. Mate, this long-haired, like, surfer-looking dude. Fuck me, dude. He runs so hard. He runs he, – he reminded me of Ben Toon, you know, and, or Christian oh, Cullen. Ben you know how, like, they'd hit contact, but their legs would just keep going as hard as 
before they hit the contact and you're just like, how is that guy still running his hunt? It was just awesome. And so I'd, I'd say him at 14 and my other wing on my left wing, I mean, you can't really go past this by um, Ndolo. Ndolo. For, for oh. Fiji, man. And he's a, he went to Nudgy, man. Dizzy Nudgy boy. Yeah. yeah. He was. Come on, they all did. He was a Brisbane, he's a Brisbane boy. He yeah. plays for um, Crusaders. Plays for Crusaders. But Fiji, he's so good, dude. And did you see the best part? And I got to say this. To, to go the opposite, we're picking good players. I got to go with a one stinker. And I don't try to be harsh on people, but that Ben Volavola, like he had a couple of good runs. He scored a good try against, fuck, I can't remember, but it was a good try. But against, I think it was the first game against England, I've never seen one player, Nick Phipps is the only one who rivals him, one player in a rugby team be able to affect a team so negatively. Mm. It was just one player just ruined the the team's chances and that was volleyball, like kicking out the fall, just fucking – it was just terrible, man, terrible. He kind of redeemed himself in games after that but, you know, to the point where Nandolo, who's massive, massive winger, just goes, i got to take the kicks, man. You're just – you're shit. The fact that they missed all of them, they could have beaten England in that first game. They could have, He makes all those kicks. I remember I was watching I was like, come on. Yeah. If you kick those points – it would you would you would be tying. You mm. realize you'd be tying with the with the guys there. So so I knew that England from there was like, not trying oh, to put him oh, down. Not trying to put you down, Benny. I just think you, yeah. You just it, use that use that one for the next one. You'll yeah. be there at the next World Cup. That's You'll it. kill it. I want to I want to see him come back. Oh, fucking oath. I want to see them see what they got. All right, now we've got a serious discussion. So we got Hansel Nandolo as the wingers. I don't have I don't have centers. In my opinion, centers have been. Oh, I've got one. I've got one. That uh, dear Lunga. Who's coming for South Africa, man? He's yeah. he is solid. Maybe just the South African. I, I, I like. I know they got beaten by Japan, mm. but I'm still on the South African train, dude. Oh, I believe. Wow. I believe, and we're going to get to it. But I I believe what South Africa have always needed is a running five eight or a a, a playmaking five eight rather than just a boot. I think they've got that, and they definitely they? have that, man. And hey. He was he was he there was he there ten in the Japan game? No, they had Babyface. Um, what's his face? Lambie, Patrick Lambie. Patrick they had a little Babyface, Patrick Lambie, and he. Ooh, I just the like, he's a. Face. I don't think he's a ten. I think Lambie. he's he's a solid player, but he's no. Anyway, I'm getting off. I'm, yeah, we're talking about centers. He's going to be my ten, but we're talking about centers. Japan another rap. I, I That's not Japan. That's South Africa. The last one was just just yeah. say like well, I got to like okay. yeah, I got to pack you up. We did say oh, All right, fair, do enough, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Well, look, I'm like, let's keep it easy. Let's keep it easy. Japan. Ah, ah, okay, I got it. It's going to be Matty Gido because I think he has been great. Nice. And um, Dealunga. For, okay. for, I think he's made a real difference since coming to South Africa. They look fucking solid. Yeah, now. I think that Gido would be in my team too, mm-hmm. but. If he, if someone doesn't go and talk to him about jumping and fucking landing on the ball with, that, with the try, it's like, dude, come on, you and Sterling Motlock, yeah, and we both loved you, and every time you just if, bust if you your shoulder, ever, yeah, if you ever, if you, you ever can, bust your shoulder doing that, ghetto, yeah. you will have, you know, like, like a, a flame, like flaming torch mob being yeah. like, fuck you, stop, yeah, doing it's just so unnecessary, it yeah, that's my feelings when he does it. Because I agree, do you make me, do you make me out to be an idiot? Like. <laughs> It is your job to score tries. And you are doing something that is going to maybe hurt yourself. Stop it. Yeah, I agree, man. It's uh, dumb. All right, so Senna's done. Senna's have, have become pretty, you know. Yeah, they do what they got. They treat, I don't know, man, they're big guys these days. Oh, yeah. Everyone's you, a big dude. That's why Ghetto to me is special because most Senna's are, you know, 
most centers are 100 kilo really these days they're big boys yeah so I, I think, you know, finds his way in there. He's so useful. He's composed head. He gives a foley someone to, to kind of rely on. Yeah, and I think that Delunga's come in after De Villiers is out because he's fractured his jaw. Yeah, not Which fun. is, yeah, it sucks for him. I like De Villiers. But he's come in and he's been solid. So I think that'd be my two. My 10, definitely, definitely Andre Pollard. He's, he is to me, he's in the next, he's South Africa's Dan Carter. In my opinion, yeah, wow, oh fucking oath, man! I think he's that good, and and in that saying that as well, he's is like a Johnny Wilkinson. Johnny Wilkinson, he's not the boot of a Johnny Wilkinson, but Johnny Wilkinson never got the credit as an actual ten. He was yeah. just seen as the boot because he had a tremendous boot, a special have, golden yeah, boot. It was a golden boot. But if you actually want to see highlights of him putting massive shots on, which Pollard this whole tournament has been putting massive hits on, he he is something to watch. Well, he's like 21 or something like super young. So fucking whether he does it this time or next World Cup, he's going to be around for a long time. It's going to kill it. Let's start getting through these. That's fun. Um, well, that's it. That's good to know. I mean, uh, it's down in stone now. You're, you've been recorded. Yeah, good. good. I, I did say that in the that. first one as well, which I've, yeah. I feel I've been vindicated with his the, performances. I'll find the notes. And good, they're not going good, to make any good. sense. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? People will, yeah. You should, I, um, yeah the next one too, I think this is my only... Um, this is my only guy from this team. Um, Davies, the halfback for Wales. I think he's been fucking pretty tremendous, man. Um, both their halves have been pretty good, actually. Bigger was probably close to to making the starting spot. Tenny would have been second, I think. Their, his, their performances against England was what won them that game. That was such a good game. And, you know, people always talk about, oh, it's a great game. It was all penalties. Yeah, man, it was a fucking good game. It was a good contest, physical Attacking yeah. rugby, but that—that's exactly right. And I think, I think um, Davies was a big part of that. Bigger, I was unlucky to—he was very close to making it too. So Wales, their halves are really dangerous. Um, I, I think you know it's going to be interesting to see this game on the weekend. I wouldn't be surprised if either of them win. They're both going to be tough to beat in the quarters, Australia and Wales. That is. Um, so yeah, Davies, uh, uh, halfback. I'd go number eight. This is a given for me, David Pocock. Mm. He is to me the most influential player in the world at the moment in world rugby. Well, if he's in the Australian, yeah, well, yeah. if he's in the Australian team, oh, he is uh, like a Thierry Dusatois from Ooh. 2011. Say it again, you dirty bitch. He was man Dusatois in 2011 mm, was was incredible, just truly incredible, and that's what Pocock's doing for Australia at the moment. What is it? What's his name? Thierry Dusatois. Dusatois. He's a beast, man. Oh, yeah, I got that on my laptop if you want to watch it, the 2011 final. It is one of the fucking best games. I watched it live. Well, he scores a try. Just the guy scores a try. They nearly beat the Kiwis. And we watched it and you could just see the Kiwis be like, I'll kill him. No, yeah, actually, yeah. And you can hear the – I've got the Fox Sports one. You hear Mardo and Kernsey like, we got a game. Like like no one thought that was going to happen, man. And I'm going like, go France, go, go. France, to me, like I said this in the first one too. I said that. France are the – oh, yeah. I think we both said, yeah. France are the best performers, the biggest overperformers in any world, in rugby world. Right to be as good as they are in the world. Well, I mean, you I think, think about 2011. Great. They lost to Tonga in the pools. It's true. Then they ended up making the final and only losing to New Zealand by one point. So that's the thing about France. That's why they're so exciting. Mm. Literally could lose to anyone and literally could beat anyone. They're so exciting. It's fucking awesome. So anyway, right. Pocock 8, 7, 
controversial, but goddamn, I love these guys, and I fucking wanted what to bring one of them in. And I'm gonna have. I've realized I'm gonna have one no. of them as prop too. I'm gonna write it down now. Oh no! What are you doing? Seven. Yeah. Gorgodza. The captain of Georgia, man. He has been. Oh, dude, I would have that guy. If he doesn't get. I don't actually, I don't know if he's not playing anywhere else in the world. I don't know where he plays club level at the moment. But I would have him on my team any day of the week. All right. Honestly, I might not, I wouldn't play him open side, but I'd have him eight or six. He is tough as nails, mate. And he is exactly what. You think of like a rugby captain, like when you think of like a, a Richie McCaw or a John Eels, any of the great captains, they're just, you know, you you don't see in rugby the what you see in soccer and rugby league where the decision and the, the captain's in the ref's face abusing him. You don't see that in rugby. Yeah. A rugby captain is respectful. He's a guy that you'd want to follow, you know, yeah. and that's what this guy, he epitomizes this rugby why, captains. This is why the rugby this He's the guy. Well, it is in my opinion, but other people are entitled to their opinion. But Rugby, I like, I like, I like this guy, man. I'd, I can understand why Georgia have performed so well because they got this guy leading him. I think he Excellent. plays a All big right. part. Cool. So I'd we'll look out for that. have him in any, any of my teams. I enjoy, I'm going to look forward to watching a like Rugby World Cup 2015, the best of. Or, oh, it's going to be those, like, so this good. This is the Rugby World Cup. Oh, I watch man. that, you know. I, I look forward to, to that. That'll be quite good. My, I watched all the Olympics my, one, 2000 Olympics one. My so back row is, is the best. Yeah, yeah, that's good. But my back row is badass. We've got Pogok Gorgodza and my blind side, mm-hmm. Michael Leach, the Michael captain of Leach. Japan. I know I said I wouldn't talk about – actually, I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about Japan again too. How is Japan in your team this much? Oh, bro, because these players are amazing. Oh like, I mean, okay, we think about the six. Who's the six? I'd have him over Scott Vardy. I'd have him over mm-hmm. – Who's the six? I'd have him over Schulkberger. I'd have him over. um, Who have they got? Victor Vito for New Zealand. I'd have him over him, or I don't think Messam's there at the moment. I think it was Victor Vito who's playing six. I'd have I'd have Michael Leach over them. Uh, I honestly would. If you watch the these games, I wouldn't mind watching a quick few minutes. I'll I'll make sure we skim it. Yeah, we'll skim it. But uh, I look forward to. So anyone saw the score, I saw the end of the game, but I didn't. Anyone who's got other options, I missed it. Put them out there. But I, I, I can't say that I've watched every single one of Japan's games except for the one they're obviously playing on the weekend Mm. against USA. But he's been incredible. Um, So if they beat USA by a squillion. Does it won't really matter. Anything? It okay. does have to. It's got to be a win from Samoa over Scotland. Right. Okay, that's what's needing it. Um, now I've only got one lock, and again, it's Japan. And this oh. is a bit of a controversial one. I know. I might even Japanese team. Oh, dude! But this guy, this um, can't remember his first name. To be honest, I don't know. It's not Adam, but Thompson. He's a white guy Thompson, white for guy. Japan, and he man. Has been is is what you'd want in a lock. Solid in the lineouts, solid ball carrier, solid defender, good around the park, good in the set piece. He's he's terrific. I, I just this team would 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 make the final. I'm pretty confident. So I'd I'd be happy to have that bloke in it. So I need another lock. <clears throat> Who you got? I mean, you could play it safe and go like a Brody Retellick. I mean, Brody Retellick's one of the best players in world rugby. So, I mean, if you want to really be safe. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I do. I'd like that at Eddie. Yeah, I, I might go Retellick. Even though, look, let's be fair, Kiwis haven't – they got the game against Tonga. 
Come on, yeah, there's Kiwis got to be more Kiwis in there. Kiwis I mean, haven't performed that well, though. Seven over Georgia, and everyone but was they like, haven't, oh, no. Oh, no, no, but no, they no, haven't no, performed no. that well. They really haven't. Really That's haven't. not trying to put no, them down. No, 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 they haven't. They only right. beat Argentina by 10 points. Mm. Argentina are probably unlucky to not have more players in there. I think a team like... Yeah, I, think, I don't mind the Argentinian team. It's just, at the end of the day, for me, the Rugby World Cup is always because we get to watch all these different types of rugby. That's Michael actually made a point in the first one. He asked, right. he asked, he goes, boys, why, why would I care about this? It's simple because you are seeing literally... I don't know I say that word a lot. Sorry about that. But you are actually seeing different brands of rugby. And that it couldn't, it's been shown so many times in this World Cup, the Georgia versus Tonga game, completely contrasting styles of playing. Yeah, and, and stuff that we don't normally see because we, it, we play New Zealand a lot. Well, that's it. We and, play and, South Africa a lot. So we see and you their see, styles. It, it reminds me a lot of like MMA. It's like a striker versus wrestler. Yeah. You know, it's and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. When you right. see that, you get to see then a team play out of their comfort zone, and anything can happen. It's it's so unpredictable, and that's when sports exciting. Mm. I think Agreed. the Rugby World Cup has you know, it's it's proven itself on this occasion. You know, there's been a couple of them that have been kind of average, predictable. You know, who's going to win? This one hasn't. You know, it's and it's proving that. In the next couple, it's gonna really anything's up for anything. Anything can happen. Mm. I am excited. So I need another lock. Oh, we did decide another lock. We decided on Brody Retallick. But yeah, the Kiwis. They they. I mean, anything can happen. They might be peaking at the right moment. Good on them. I. I still think they're a threat. Oh, of course they're always course a threat. They go into every World Cup the favorite. Mm. But people have forgotten. This is the one thing, and I thought about the other day. Was that? What day? The World Cup started in '87. Hosted. By New Zealand, they won it. Everyone expected it. After that, no one told them not to do it. After that, though, they didn't win another one until 2011. And every single one they went into, every single one they went into as favourites. Now, yeah, there's some controversy around the '95 one, but other than that, they lost fair and square every single fucking time to Australia, to France, to Australia again, to France again. So I mean, it's not like that's got real people. But it, no, but it's, it's not like they. He's just got hit it in here. It's not like they fucking have dominated the rugby world cup. Everyone's everyone yeah. so easily goes, oh, All Blacks best rugby team ever, always, always will be. Well, France have beaten them more than they've beaten France at the world cup. That's interesting, isn't it? You know, that's it's funny. It's the world cup throws up so many different things because when yeah. I mean, and all you got to do is watch the national oh, anthems. Like all you got to do is watch the national anthems to see why. You see grown men sitting there just trying to hold in the tears. Man, those motherfuckers are ready to cause damage. Mm-hmm. You know, you can sit there and call them silks. I wouldn't be saying it to their faces. Yeah. Like those Argentinian dudes that just like their bottom lips quivering because they just want to fucking go out there and, and hit someone in the name of their country. Yeah. And you're just like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind yeah, of sweet. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome stuff. You know, that's that's why we watch it. Oh, that's why it's yeah. the, the passion. That's the what you watch it for, man. The cup, passion. Yeah. We love it. You, love yeah, it. and and there's not many sports where you see the passion and then you get to see them actually back it up with collision. Mm. You know, you, most other collision sports. You know, see so guys are trying to be hard men. They're not going to sit there and belt out a song with tears down their eyes. You know. But you see that in rugby and then they go out there and fucking belt them and you're kind of like, this is... But I think the coolest bit about rugby is, is not only do they belt them, but they do it in a way that they've like been taught. Like it's not just it's go technique, out there and rage. Yeah. Like it's like they're so well honed as to what their craft is 
That's why it's, like, it's, it's way more it's fun. Because like, like they go out there to smash them, but at the same time they're like, yes, but this is my job. I think that's the best bit. Like I find tech, you know, it, it reminds me of like a, a combat sport. Like they're tech, they're all technique. Hmm. If you're going out into a yeah, combat fight out, and just, just swinging, throwing haymakers, you're going to get laid out. You're going to get arm broken or something like that. And exactly. that's what you're right. Rugby is technique. That's what Japan have shown. Yep. That's what Argen, I mean, look, it Argentina it have always shown. Me that the, the Japanese rugby team have like, their body height's incredible. Have like yeah, taken it all in and gone. Okay, this is what we got to do. Mm. And wrong with that, they're smart that's people. Samurai nature too. They yeah, just man. put their bodies on the line. It's it's so it's good to it's watch. Good. It's so good. All right, go I got to keep going. All right, so we got the front row. I'm chucking in a Georgian um, oh prop. Yashvili. Yep. Oh, dude, but honestly, he'd make. He'd, he'd make it. He'd, he'd make it in any other ones, I reckon. You're a nutbag. You're a I renegade, am. Jones. I am. I'm but an outlaw. I don't care it. what people think. <laughs> See what they do. Sue me. Sue me. I look. And I. he probably hasn't had that best one, but I've always liked him. Castro Giovanni for Italy. Mm. Always been a big fan. He yes, probably hasn't before. Chance. He's getting pretty old, but I'm a big fan of him. Big fan of him. Big All fan right, of him. Cool. Now, cool, cool, cool. the last position, hooker. I'm going to throw it up to you. I'm going to throw it up to you. I want to see what you think about hookers. (laughs) What I think about hookers, I must admit I haven't watched enough of the Rugby World Cup to truly comment, but I have enjoyed, as far as for me, a good hooker. I'll tell you what I I expect out of my hooker, is being able to throw the ball into the line out well. Um, That's your job. Make sure the scrum doesn't fall over or do do your job as as hooker. Mm. That's what I want, and I want you to be able to (laughs) beat the breakdown. That's all I want you to do. That's all I want you to do. And if that's and if he can do that, then I, that's well, what I'll be looking for. Well, my at. best, in my opinion, the best hookers in the world are um, Dan Coles for All Blacks, Adrian Good. Strauss. I think Bismarck Duplessis, Duplessis. Is, is lucky to keep uh, Strauss out of out of that starting position. Like Bismarck's tough as shit, but I think sometimes he kind of a bit unco. Like he's he's a good player. There's no doubt. He's tough. He's as tough as nails and strong as Knox. Yeah, but. I mean, I Strauss is strong as fuck too. He's like the Gordon Bray, as much as I don't like Gordon Bray. I like his voice, but he says a lot of bullshit. But the way he called him a rhino when he scored that try against Japan, is like, yeah, dude, he is like a bullocking rhino and he's quick. Yeah. Strauss, that is. Uh, but Coles is the fastest. He's the fastest hooker. And, and the hooker the, the hooker position is changing so much. It's one of the most exciting positions in rugby, I reckon. It's it's a a real if you can have a real connection between the hooker and the halfback, I think you've got a real weapon there. Yeah. I think the way they control the line out. It's the link um, between the two. It is. It's always been an important position in rugby, mm. but I think now the fact that they're expected to be fairly mobile is making them even more exciting and it's making the game more exciting. So I'd probably say either either Coles or Strauss, in my opinion. Oh, I think Stephen Strauss. Moore's been admirable. I think, I think as a as I think a, he's even got the, the line out working. Our scrums are working. Our line know, out was fairly past right. when Simmons went off, dude. Oh, I think did, I no, am I agree, afraid I of that too. But like Skelton is a Skelton is a liability. As much as people want to talk up the fact that he's 130 kilos, whatever, he's a liability in set piece. If you don't play, if he wants to be a six, maybe he can he can be there and and really work hard mm. on his um, work around the park and things like that. But his set piece has so much work to do. And guy that big, you really can't lift him in the lineout. So you've got to come up with something to to counter that. And he's just not that good. He's not that good around the park that it makes up for that. Maybe in five years, like I said in the first podcast, you know, most second rows peak later in than other positions. So maybe, but I I think he's he's being pushed beyond his limits at the moment. 
I think um, you'd be better served even bringing in one of the younger Rebels locks, like a, a Luke Jones or someone like that, Hugh Pyle, someone like that. I don't know. But I think um, Douglas has performed better than I thought. I didn't think he'd be He's got a lot of mongrel, that bloke. And, yeah, it's, it's really for us um, the line-out. I think that Stephen Moore, I, I'm not going to blame him for it. It's no. more to me the jumpers and the lifters and the things like that. But yeah. when Simmons goes off, that's why it's obviously why Simmons is there to run the line out. Because when he's there, line out's okay. It passes. When he's not there, it's, than it's, than it's something that other teams can attack. Yeah. So that's, I'd say, if I was coaching against Australia, I'd be looking to, to go anywhere away from Simmons in the line out. And when he's off, Atta- uh, compete at every single one of Australia's lineouts. Just get a man up at two and four, and See what and go against. Yeah, absolutely. Chances are one will pop. Yeah. So I, I, I think Australia's, Australia's chances are good, man. I think like if we're going to go predictions from now, let's go. What do you reckon? Final from now. Thinking about there's well, look, still a few when we're recording depends. this. This might be re- released after the pool games are finished, but at this stage when we're recording it, we are just before the New Zealand Tonga game. So there's still a few this things is your to go. Point in time. Yeah, just Luke, letting you know, you are here. <laughs> come, come to the light. Just remember that date. Just letting you know where we are. So I reckon if we, we're going to make a prediction <laughs> at this stage for the final, go Luke. Ah, uh, Christ! Uh, it depends on a couple of things mm-hmm. at the moment, obviously. Because I think obviously, go, Obvi- obviously, <laughs> uh, no. If we go towards uh, the South African. Uh, New Zealand side of the pool, Australia. So interesting. Then I think that that becomes a cesspool. But that's only Australia if Wales beat Australia. Exactly. So if it goes the other way and Australia beat uh, Wales and play Scotland or Japan, oh yeah, maybe Japan. Oh, wouldn't that be good? I I really I really 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 hope that Ireland that Ireland beat France this weekend. Why is that? Why? So that it's a New Zealand France quarterfinal. Ah, oh, knock them out early. I like that. That's good. It'd be that's interesting. Well, I mean, the there's that's no good. doubt that. There's no doubt that France are in New Zealand's head. It's it's yeah. it's a matter of twenty years nearly. Mm, that sucks for you, yeah. right? It does. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, that depends. So, what do you guys? If so we go towards go the, that, that side of the pool, I, I think that New Zealand still beat us. Unfortunately, maybe maybe we win. It'd be great, but I don't think so. If we go that way, if we go the other way, I don't know who we go up against other than Scotland, Japan, or that side of the pool. Who's over there now? If it's New Zealand. South Africa Ireland. on the side. So Ireland's on the other side. So we, I think we make the finals. Well, Wales is there too. Yeah, I know, but I think, yeah, if... if well, it depends. You've got to be straight with what you're saying. Who's become first in Pool A? Wales or Australia in your scenario? Australia. I say that we beat Wales. So Wales would be on the side of New Zealand, South, South Africa. Africa. Yeah. yeah. So it'd so, be South Africa, Wales, quarterfinal. Yeah, which would be a great game. Oh, Wales shit. might even get up. Oh, fuck yeah. They could get up over South Africa. Wales are... With Warburton, oh, man. I'd, Warburton, even in 2011, it was oh, Warburton's great, and he got sent off in that semi. They, they it could have very easily been a New Zealand Wales final, and then anything could have happened. But you know, I say Australia New Zealand. Oh, that is a really that's a popular call. One of my mates has said that a lot. There's a lot of bets on that. Yeah, it'd be the first time ever. Get stuff really. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd just top the off. first time ever to be Australia New Zealand grand final. That DVD. Oh. Blu-ray or burnt. I, I'd, oh, as an, yeah, It'd as an Australian. Look, I, I think that Australia, look. As a spectacle would be cool, but. With the disclaimer that I think that, as we said, well, as I think you said last time, uh, as long as 
Australia for me still eh, might make it as long as they stay injury free. I think that they're one or two. They're maybe traveling pretty three. well. Yeah, I know they are, but they're only for now. That's where Wales are struggling. They've yeah, fucking they got so fucked. many injuries. Exactly. So that's like the thing is, it's more, that's why the Rugby World Cup's so good, which is why yeah. I think New Zealand get beaten every now and then, isn't it? And it's purely because they're not used to playing this many games. Well, anything can happen. Yeah. You know, they, they bloody, you know, every time they play a game, you get like a, a, an entire week off. I don't know what the Rugby World Cup's like, but you know, if it's. I, They've I, I all been given. And this is. Oh, I actually did want to bring up one point before we finish. Mm. <laughs> and I get it fucking Japan again. Oh my god! I know. I think you'll play of the. Of I'd, I'd want to. I think I want to be Japan's water boy. But wow. no. Well, think about great this call. though. No, great call. They beat South Africa, but then four days later had to verse Scotland. Yeah, that's. And nice. they got absolutely wasted. Yeah, and it was bullshit. Like if you had have given them a proper week or something like that. They would Who have performed way better. And it was, I, I felt like that was, so in terms of negatives about the Rugby World Cup, we've been all positive because it's been fucking awesome. I've really enjoyed yeah. it. But I see what you mean. the negative is What's obviously negative? one team, obviously back. every team has one four-day break. Hmm. But say if you're going in with an obvious third-ranked or fourth-ranked team, don't give yeah. them the top two-ranked teams in four days. You're giving oh. them no chance. I can't believe it. What was the deal? And is, is it done on, on uh, random chance? I don't know how it works. The, the pools? That, yeah, the, yeah. Well, the, the one, the pools, and two, the games scheduling. So obviously England played the first uh, They'd game, try and make but it. They, play, they played Fiji in the first game, yeah. and it was Fiji's home game. Yeah, right? it, was, it was a lot of that. So they, that that was, needs to be organized that was better. Just crazy. Mm. And not only that, but like, you know. I, I just didn't like. I didn't like that you're expecting Japan to be able to uh, make it a contest versing Scotland four days after they versed South Africa. I mean, it's just fucking irrational to think that they'd have a chance. I, I don't know, and they were proven that. I mean, I think I think you you give Japan a week, two weeks, and go against Scotland, they would not get beaten forty-one-seven or whatever they got beaten. Yeah. Oh, I agree. They'd have come back with a better plan. Than oh, absolutely, man. They wouldn't have had the, the feeling that they've done. So I just think that for the Rugby World Cups in the future, look, obviously one, like obviously they, with the scheduling, every team has to have one four-day turnaround. Yes. But you need to be smarter about who you're giving the, like what yeah. are the games you that you're you giving them. You shouldn't be giving South Africa, uh, uh, Japan before. The top two get top teams two. and their thing in four days. In like four days. if you're going to have those that two teams, give, make them a, yeah, give them a four-day break, uh, a system. week break or something. It yeah. should be done on a waiting system. Yeah. Anyway, so we got the top 15. We've got your predictions. What was it? Australia, New Zealand. I'm going to uh, go if, with. If we stay healthy. If we stay healthy. I'm going to still go healthy. with. I'm going to still go with South Africa. Okay. And Australia. Oh, wow. Actually, is that possible? Yeah. Yes, yes, it is. So if Australia win if we against Wales, Wales, we're on that Wales, other side and South Africa beat, beat New, Zealand, and New Zealand. New Zealand and yeah. then they make it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh, wow, you're still back in the South I Africa. I am, wars. man. I don't know why. Mate, I even you know think what you're doing that. Right now? You're doubling down. I know. You're really I like, am. Now, man, they got beaten by Japan, but they can come good. You're that guy on <laughs> hey, the pokies hey. that's like, nah, this France next got, 20. France got 20. beaten by Tonga in the pools, dude. Yeah, I'm not saying that it won't happen, but when it does happen, we'll sit here and be like, so what do you think you did wrong? Yeah. I bet on South Africa. Yeah, yeah. I did. I or did. maybe not. Maybe I'll look like the fool. Can't yeah. wait to find out. Well, I I don't know. I just think they'll all look alright. Right. Okay, fine. Well who wins? Out of that anyone's bet, man. I, we're not gonna do that until we get that's the thing, all right. We're gonna finish up here now, guys. You woodies out there. Mm. 
But you can still get we'll be at, back uh, at the football before the final. So we'll be back and we'll give you a big preview of the final. We'll go through the all the quarters and the semis, and yes. we'll be back to preview the final. Oh, I can't wait. So we Excellent. can't wait. Sporting Woods, semis, you know what's up. Oh, my God. Sporting semis. <laughs> yeah. Semi Woods. Yes. Sporting Semi Sporting Woods. Semi Woods. That it's, will be uh, Luke and coming up. Sporting Semi Woods. Yes, that'll be what it is. Uh, so that's, that'll be coming up in a couple of weeks' time. After that. It's a stretch. That's, yeah, it's a big <laughs> stretch. But that'll be great. Thank you for uh, listening to us. We love rugby. Yeah. We love cricket. But mostly we love Sporting Woods. Sporting Woods. And then make like a... Yeah, we're recording. Oh, wow. Hey, look at me. I'm Luke. Hey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, does that what I look like?